Haiku of the day. Lightfoot doesn't care. New York police are finished. How does Elmer hunt? This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Listen, I figured some things out. I figured out that one of the things I need to do is stop using YouTube's videos in my podcasts because apparently they're hiding my videos or they're not letting me post my videos based off the songs I play at the end of my podcast. So um, I think that's kind of crappy. I think that's something that really honestly needs to be fixed, but they're not going to fix it. So it's better that I just use this non-licensed music. Hear me, YouTube. And uh, let them publish my podcasts. Of course, that makes things far less interesting because I actually do this for entertainment. But hey, what are you going to do? This is a weird world we live in. So, Chicago's got some issues. Well, the Chicago mayor's got some issues. A secret recording uh, of a Chicago City Council member named Raymond Lopez in a meeting, Chicago City Council meeting got hot. The alderman, that's, if you don't know what an alderman is, because I didn't know what it was, I had to look it up. That's a municipal district representative said that he was concerned about the looting and was concerned that if something doesn't happen, if the city didn't do anything to stop the looting, neighborhoods and residences with innocence could be attacked and could be harmed. The mayor, Lori Lightfoot, at first dismissed him. She didn't even bother trying to answer his question. But the alderman, but Lopez, was going to have none of this crap and demanded that he get an answer. Her response was very telling about the left. I need to warn you, there's a lot of naughty language in here, and I'm not going to edit any of it. Listen. We can't expect our police, and I don't fault them at all, to be able to control this. But I know that we asked our faith base yesterday to stand at the front line between police and looters and rioters. And I am simply not comfortable telling my churches, those people, to be the intermediary in the middle of a riot that's citywide. We need something better. Because right now, we only have 370 whatever National Guards on standby. Half our neighborhoods are already obliterated. It's too late. We have to come up with a better plan because once my fear is once we're there done looting and rioting and whatever's going to happen tonight god help us what happens when they start going after residents going into the neighborhoods once they start trying to break down people's doors so they think they got something or you know we know that people are here to antagonize and incite and you've got them all pumped tonight today they're not going to go to bed at eight o'clock they're going to turn their focus in the neighborhood. I've got gangbangers with AK-47s walking around right now, just waiting to settle some scores. What are we going to do, and what do we tell our residents, other than 
good faith people stand up, it's not going to be enough. Thank you, Alderman. Next question. Well, no, I want an answer. I that you commented on everybody. I want an answer. It's not something you ignore. This is a Honor. question that I have. I think you're 100. I think you're 100 full of shit. Is what I think. If you think oh, we no were offense, well, fuck you then. Hold on. Who are you, you to tell me I'm full of shit? And if you think, if you think Everybody. we were not ready and we stood by and let the neighborhood go up, there's nothing intelligent that I can say to you. Well, maybe you should come out and see what's going on. The stupidest thing I have ever heard. I understand you want supreme. I understand that you think that you Mayor, you need to check your fucking attitude. That's what you need to do. Right now, no. I'm not exactly sure what she was insulted by. His questions were pretty valid. And the fact that she sits back and says all this crap, she never answers him. By the way, this is the problem with the left. They can't answer anything. This is a bad thing. Things are happening. And they have no answers. Because the only answer is going to be going out there and stopping this crap. And that means using force to stop. And so, Alderman, yeah, I, I do think that Lopez actually pushed her, and he is not a Lightfoot fan, but I think her response was completely telling. Hey, you ever wonder what the problem is in Chicago? Now, I'm from Chicago. I'm very, I've got some deep feelings about Chicago. But I also have deep realities about Chicago. I know what Chicago is about. Why were there 85 shootings last week with 24 deaths, mostly black-on-black -black crime? And where does Black Lives Matter? Why Why are they not protesting? Could it be the minute number of deaths at the hands of white cops? That's exactly what it is. There was not one white cop shooting. Not one shooting by a police officer last weekend. Not one. Do you realize that more blacks were killed by other blacks in Chicago last weekend then blacks were killed by white cops throughout the country all of last year. She's got nothing but apathy. It's not like this couldn't be expected from Lightfoot. From day one, she blamed Trump for the troubles in Chicago. How Trump was to blame in Chicago, I, I don't know. And I'm going to sit back and I'm going to prove it to her. Uh, prove it to you because it's about facts it's not about that crap she refused to acknowledge that it could be the crappy leftist policies that has been made that has been the cause of the deaths in chicago in 2016 a year before trump became president and obama the first black president was president there were 762 homicides in chicago and 4,300 shooting victims. 4,330 to be exact. Most of the crime 
was black-on-black -black crime. To give you a little more perspective, from the years 2010-2015, in the middle of the Barack Obama presidency, there were 92 deaths due to officer-involved shootings with 170 wounded due to officer shootings. There were a total of 435 officer-involved shootings in that six-year period. Yeah, and this article, sorry, this article from came from the Chicago Tribune was an anti-cop article. They never state how many of these shootings are unarmed blacks or even if the victims of cop shootings were black. Now, let's do some math. 92 deaths divided by 6 years equals 15 to 16 deaths per year. If we divide that by 12, which is the 12 months in a year, that equals 1.3 or 1.4 deaths per month. Let's do more math. 435 police shootings divided by 6 equals 73 shootings by cop in Chicago per year. Divide 73 by 12 months a year, and that equals... Okay, wait, carry the one. Yes, six police shootings a month. Not six police deaths. Six police shootings per month. Last weekend, non-police shootings equaled 85 with 24 deaths in one weekend. And by the way, Chicago in 2016 had more deaths than Iraq did. Do you really think it's white cops that are causing all these deaths? You see the problem with Lightfoot's reasoning here? She doesn't think about facts. She doesn't look at facts. Do you see that she is she had obvious problems in Chicago which the alderman pointed out to her? Police are not the problem. Good police are the solution. I lived in Chicago. Chicago did have racist police. No question. Lori Lightfoot does not care about the citizens of her city. She does not care about the violence. She's not the only one. Bill de Blasio doesn't care. Gil Garcetti doesn't care. She only cares about the narrative. Alderman Lopez's question go against her narrative. So what if a couple of innocents dies as long as the narrative continues? This is disgusting, and it is extremely disturbing. New York City cops have been made into Nazis in the last month, and they've had enough. And I say month. That's incorrect. It's probably been since de Blasio took over as mayor. According to Washington Examiner, 
Rank-and-file New York Police Department officers say they are ready to leave the force, claiming no one has their backs amid the nationwide effort to restrict law enforcement. Since the death of George Floyd and the start of the riots, NYPD officers have endured 12-hour shifts in response to the violence, destruction of retail property, burglary, vandalism of NYPD vehicles, and scrutiny at every turn by Governor Cuomo and Mayor Bill de Blasio. Here are some things that the NYPD says. According to one NYPD sergeant, quote, at our level, it's hard to say, but in the past, you felt like chiefs like Joseph Esposito had your back. Even Ray Kelly. Without Rudy Giuliani, or even with Michael Bloomberg, things have changed. Former NYBD Commissioner Bernard Carrick claimed Sunday on Fox News that hundreds of NYPD officers are leaving the force out of frustration with the department's treatment of the city's law enforcement. Another NYPD sergeant said, quote, The rumor is over 600 went to pension. I have less uniformed cops with me today. End quote. Another NYPD sergeant, referencing NYPD Chief of Department Terrence Monahan, who took a knee with protesters last week, said, quote, The Sergeant's Benevolent Association and the thousands I've sent them provide me with a lawyer and a dental plan. Very important. No one else would back us at this point. Chiefs taking knees and humiliating themselves. End quote. SBA President Ed Mullins says New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and Mayor Bill de Blasio and NYPD upper management have treated the rank and file poorly. Quote, there's protests throughout the city almost every single year, like Occupy Wall Street. But in my 16 years, this is by far probably the worst I've seen from upper management. Honestly, we feel alone out there. You go out and spend 17 hours on this day, and then you check your phone, and you have certain members of Congress, the governor, the mayor, and they're all saying you're not doing a good job. NYPD homicide detective Rob O'Donnell said, I personally know three close friends who wanted to do between two or three years that retired last week as they had enough with the radical mayor and the spineless police leaders. Oh, wow. That's pretty bad. But the head of the police union, and I hate police unions, Michael Mira had something to say also, and he was fired up. And I think a lot of people actually backed him. This isn't stained by someone in Minneapolis. It's still got a shine on it. And so do theirs. So do theirs. Stop treating us like animals and thugs. And start treating us with some respect. That's what we're here today to say. We've been left out of the conversation. We've been vilified. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Trying to make us embarrassed of our profession. 375 million interactions, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly positive. Nobody talks about all the police officers that were killed in the last week in the United States of America, and there were a number of them. 
We don't condone Minneapolis. We roundly reject what he did as disgusting. It's disgusting. It's not what we do. It's not what police officers do. Our legislators abandoned us. The press is vilifying us. Well, you know what, guys? I'm proud to be a cop. And I'm going to continue to be proud to be a cop until the day I retire. And that's all I have to say. This is absolutely true. He's absolutely correct. And the police shouldn't be treated this way. But this is the trend. And this is going to be a trend. It's only a matter of time before the same police revolt happens in Chicago, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Austin, and Boston, and Baltimore. We can, I can keep going down the list of cities that this is going to happen. Do you see the relationship between the cities and the cops? All run by leftists. You realize right-leaning countries or right-leaning states and moderate states aren't really having this problem? We don't have this problem in San Diego. These problems don't occur in some parts of Arizona. These problems don't occur, they do occur in Denver, but they don't occur in conservative-leaning cities. But leftists hate cops. They've always hated cops. And the problem is... They need cops. Cities need cops. But there's only so much a cop is going to take for frickin' $45,000 a year. 12 hours of work, getting shot at, getting abused, having to clean pee in the back of their police cars. There's only so much they're going to put up with. And they're sure as heck not going to be saying they're not doing jobs because a bunch of thugs happen to get pushed to the ground while they're looting or rioting, or some thug gets shot. And by the way, we're not talking about George Floyd here. We're talking about the average thug, the average person who gets shot, whether that person be white or black or whatever. There were 375 million confrontations with police. And you can count on both hands how many uh, people were actually, unarmed individuals were actually shot by the police in one year. It's absolutely disgusting. Combine this with the last story where the Democrats just seem to not care about regular civilians, don't care about police, don't care about residents, don't care about businesses. All they care about is their narrative. It's disgusting. And I got news to you, the trend that's happening in New York, the trend that's happening in Los Angeles, the trend that's happening in Minneapolis, that's going to happen in every city. It's coming. And you just wait. Personally, I would like one of these cities, preferably Minneapolis, farm from San Diego, where I'm from, I would like the cops to sit back and say, okay, you don't want us around? Let's just strike one. Let's, let's take a week off. Let's see what ends up happening. And then we can see if the Democrats and the leftists still decide to uh, hold cops accountable or blame cops for everything. Tomorrow, Dave and I are going to get together. And I, I do want to make this very clear. I'm not a 100% cop guy. I'm not. I think there are things the police can do to make their ranks stronger and better. Do I think the police are systemically racist? I don't believe that at all. 
Do I believe there are racists within the police departments? Yes, of course. That'd be stupid to believe. You go to, you go to where I work at a health center, a free care center. Guess what? There are people who are racist in those centers. They're always going to be racist in this country. Does that mean they're systemic racist? No. But that doesn't mean we can't fix the police department. And I think the entire mentality uh, when dealing with police is reactive. It's not proactive. Do I think we need to defund police? I don't believe that at all. As a matter of fact, I think we need to give them more. And I think we need to actually go out there and we need to train our police in ways that our military are trained. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Dave and I are going to get together. It's Wednesday. We're going to have the real dumbasses talking politics. And both of I are going to, both and he and I are going to discuss things. And we're also going to take a look at other things like some of the some of the issues that have occurred during these riots. For example, a 75-year-old man gets pushed to the ground and now he has a severe head injury. Trump's commented on that. Um, I think we need to talk about what is the cop's responsibility and what is the citizen's responsibility. You want to go out and protest, that's great, but protesting doesn't mean you get a free pass to everything. And even though I feel sorry for the 75-year-old man, I'm going to defend the police on that one. We'll talk about that with Dave tomorrow night. So, all this serious stuff, let's talk about something absolutely stupid. A couple of things absolutely stupid. And then I think when we have one piece of stupidity and another piece of stupidity and we actually bind those together... We can make something actually quite intelligent that I think we all can agree on. So let's try and do that. So the first thing is Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam are sporting different, are support are sporting the same looks in the new Looney Tunes cartoon series that's being launched on the HBO Max, the brand new streaming service HBO Max. While everything about them will remain the same. They both will no longer be carrying guns. That's right. The six shooters of Yosemite Sam and the shotgun that Elmer Fudd never seemed to be able to hit Bugs Bunny with, they're gone. The cartoons will still have plenty of sticks of Acme Dynamite and cartoon violence, but Fudd will no longer carry his oversized hunting rifle and Sam won't have his pistols. Executive producer and uh, showrunner Peter Browngat said in an interview with the New York Times, quote, we're not doing guns, but we can do cartoony violence, TNT, the Acme stuff. All that was kind of grandfathered in. Um, shouldn't his... Uh, shouldn't his shotgun have been grandfathered in because that was his thing? And by the way, well, I, I, I don't know. Um, I find it really amazing that HBO has shown lesbian sex scenes with full nudity on Game of Thrones, but Elmer Fudd's shotgun, which never seems to hit Bugs Bunny and only has the power to spin Daffy Duck's bill around his head, was banned. I don't remember Yosemite Sam ever shooting at anyone. I just remember him shooting in the air. 
So I'm not exactly sure what, but again, they can have dynamite. So that seems to be an okay thing. Uh, I don't know. I, it just makes me wonder if Elmer Fudd was a transsexual lesbian, lesbian person of color, she would be able to keep, if she would be able to keep her shotgun because she, she, they, or whatever pronoun is accepted these days would need the shotgun to protect itself from the evil, bigoted, racist, misogynistic, capitalist patriarchy. It's so freaking dumb. But I do feel better. Uh, that's because PBS, which my taxes are going to, released a propaganda, I'm sorry, I mean a message that would make me feel and make our kids become more woke, make us feel more, more woke. Oh my God, this is so stupid. Listen to this. Oh, well, they're gathering together to protest. Protest? Emma doesn't understand. What's a protest? Oh, a, a, a protest is when people come together to show they are upset and disagree about something. They want to make others aware of the problem. Through protesting, people are able to share their feelings and work together to make things better. They make signs uh, like this. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing this sign to the protest at the community center later. <laughs> oh. Well, they look upset. Are, are the protesters sad? They are sad and upset. And they have every right to be, Elmo. People are upset because racism is a huge problem in our country. Racism? What's that? Oh, racism is when people treat other people unfairly because of the way they look or the color of their skin. What? The, the color of their skin? Oh, Elmo doesn't understand, Daddy. Elmo has friends with different types of skin. Oh, and fur, too. Black, brown, pink, yeah. purple. I know, Elmo, but... Not all streets are like Sesame Street. Now, Sesame Street has always been kind of woke. They've always, for example, Sesame Street had a gay character. Sesame Street had a, I think it was a transvestite character or transsexual. I don't know, whatever. But they've always been kind of like that. And that's because they're a public, they're public broadcasting system, the public, publicly supported system. Thank God for Trump and and his defunding of PBS, because this is the kind of crap that just I I don't want my kids to see. It's propaganda. But I think no, you know what? I, I'm thinking about it. it. That's wrong. How about if we come together and combine Looney Tunes with Sesame Street? How about if we get Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam? We give them back their guns. And they stand in front of their businesses, protecting them from those lawless rioters, which, uh, what a shock, Sesame Street never talked about. This time, Elmer packs buckshot instead of that thing that only turns Daffy Duck's bill. And uh, Sam has hot loads of 44 Cal ammo. That would be good. 
That would definitely protect the businesses. Then we can have the count from Sesame Street count the businesses that the rioters burned down. Think about it. I Now, the only problem with the count counting is I don't think the count nor his the kids who are his viewers can count that high. 1439 businesses burned. 1440 businesses burned. 1441 businesses burned. Oh. Well, maybe that wouldn't work. I uh, but it seems just a tad bit nor- more diverse than the way things are going now. Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. By the way, I think I figured out YouTube. I'll talk about that in a second. And you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics where you can look at all the full videos. You can look at all of my links. You can read my show notes. Um, I was going to close this by actually posting the Bugs Bunny, the Looney Tunes theme song as a conclusion. Guess what? I realized half of my YouTube videos aren't appearing. Do you know why they're not appearing? Because I'm using YouTube songs at the end. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to stop that. I'm going to use the, it's going to be just a little bit more boring than it was before. But I'm just going to have to use my non, I, not unlike, uh, unneeded licensed music. And I'm just going to keep going so that it will post up to YouTube and everyone can see it. <sighs> Freaking right wing, freaking lefties. Well, anyway, this is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>